Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Where do I see myself going? Lights are better than the sun. This road. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with Sam Teske from the Teske Brothers. Hi. Good morning slash night. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Um, do you want to kind of begin by just like giving a quick rundown of what the Teske Brothers? is and are for anyone who may not have heard of you guys before. Yeah, sure. So we're a um we're a sort of a band. We play blues, soul sort of music. Um we've um we've done a few albums. We uh we come from a little town called Warrandyte outside of Melbourne. And um it's yeah, we 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 love making music and and we're just we're just putting together our well, we're just releasing our third album. Um, that was the first album that we didn't record in Warrandyte. Um, we recorded it up in Sydney, and um, and so yeah, we're kind of trialing this out and seeing seeing how the new new studio's gone. So yeah, it's really uh, really exciting to have it have it coming out in the world. And you record and make and play all your music with your brother Josh. Yeah. What is, I guess, one of like your earliest memories of creating music together? Um, I think my earliest memory would be like, well, well, we've been playing since we're very, very young. So I, I'm kind of, I'm two years younger than Josh. So, so my earliest memories are sort of Josh and his, like his introduction to to singing the blues, I guess. And um and it was it was Josh um coming out to to our dad saying, you know, wailing like um like a blues man and as a kind of a joke. <laughs> and um and so he said, Hey dad, dad, look at me, I can sing like a blues man. He's he's kind of using this grungy voice and, you know, yelling and <laughs> and then dad's like, Hey, that's actually not too bad. You should sort of keep <laughs> singing like that um and kind of from there on in um i kind of witnessed josh sort of uh play all these old robert johnson songs and really started with the blues um and that sort of stuff and and i you know because josh is always doing that doing the singing thing i kind of i i guess i sort of started to pick up the guitar and um and kind of fill in the gaps around josh's vocal and which is very typical of blues, you know, it's like, you know, the singer will sing something, then the, there'll be a guitar lick that sort of happens. And so I kind of, we kind of just started doing that. We started busking a lot. And, um, and that was, yeah, from, from there on in, that was probably when we were like 11. He would, would have been 13 or maybe, maybe younger. I might have been, I might have been younger when I first witnessed that, 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 um, first time that Josh, was uh you know singing like a blues man and um and it was probably you know a few octaves higher back then 
Yeah. But, it's, um, <laughs> but now, 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 as he, as he, as he, uh, coming to, uh, got a bit older, it, um, it sort of, it got lower and register. It got, um, he got really rough for a while there. And then he, um, uh, you know, then he stopped smoking and, um, you know, at, at a perfect sort of time, I think, when, when his voice was sort of really disappearing, <laughs> where he's like really struggling to kind of keep that up. And then, um, and now he's, you know, did some vocal training. And then from there on in, I think it's probably a similar time when we first released our, our album. That was a moment where he, he realized, oh, I've got to, you know, really get my, um, stuff together with, 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 um, with his voice and, and keep it in good shape. And so he, um, he had a few, yeah, a few moments where, where he, we were playing a gig and he didn't have any voice to sing with. So he's like, oh, okay, I've got to, I've got to, you know, take care of this. And then he did a lot of, a lot of vocal training. And now he sort of warms up and cools down after every show. And, and, um, his voice kind of just gets better and better. And I think, um, that's something we witnessed on this album that we're making. His voice is just sort of like getting, <laughs> getting better and better. He's starting about to hit higher, higher notes. And, um, and, yeah, it's quite phenomenal to witness from from that, you know, when we were so young and then then now um we're a bit older. He's st- still sort of just um growing and and yeah, we're sort of yeah, progressing in our songwriting and all sorts of things, you know, as as we um as we go and and it's yeah, it's it's really cool to witness. Sweet. And as you mentioned, you're releasing your third album, The Winding Way on june the 16th i guess what does this album mean to you and what is your intention when you kind of for this particular album set out to start creating it um i think i think like like all that all music and all songs that we we make it's kind of it's the intention is sort of it's sort of set in the songs it's sort of it's as as songwriters and um artists we can't really um stop these songs from coming sometimes we can but you know like it's hard to turn the tap off and i think we've just got this backlog of songs that you know this just kind of creating creating so then we it came a time where we where we, we felt right to to put an album together and i think as we started picking the songs and me and josh working on the songs together and finishing the songs uh the kind of the concept of the album came about and we realized that it is really about that stage of the life of, of life that we're moving into and sort of stage of relationships and um and kind of moving from our um studio in Warrandat where we recorded all our albums where we grew up as well and um that you know that time was you know that's it's kind of the whole album's about that, that kind of that journey. And, and I think the song, the first song on the album, I'm leaving, which is not released yet. Um, it's, uh, it kind of sums up it perfectly. It's, it's about that old studio and about kind of, you know, we had to, we had to move the studio out of there and record the album somewhere else. And I think that's kind of, you know, I think the, the album sort of highlights a lot of big, um, points in your life of like big changes and um you know key moments in a relationship where you know you move into the next stage where it's really 
you're kind of growing. I think we're we're, sort of, we're just we're growing up. <laughs> we got families now, and it's sort of like it's it, it's it feels like a bit more of a mature album, and um and it's yeah, it's really nice. You recorded Half Mile Harvest at that studio on an analog, yeah. like kind of in an anal- more analog way using a 24-track tape yeah. machine. Did you use like a similar method going into this album, even given that you're, you weren't recording at that studio? Yeah, we, we, were, we were very open to um, all sort of platforms of, of recording, more so than, than the last albums we were um, in my studio in Warrandat. I was very like diehard tape you know like that's you know that's the way i produce engineer it's like for me it's it's um the simplicity of it and the limitations are so important to making an album because if you have too many options you um you lose what you know you lose the point you lose the sort of the 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 way forward and it and it kind of takes a lot longer if you've got too many options too um whereas you're stuck with 24 channels you're sort of you have to you have to be um you have to be really mindful in the moment when you're recording what are you doing and and um all about um eliminating decisions you know like in in the moment you know mixing the drums in the moment getting it done that's finished you know like that's that that vocal take that's the one and then moving on um so so for us the limitations um, to be able to eliminate decisions are like such an essential part of analog recording um, was something that we also did on this record, but because we were working with a, um, a different producer uh, who you know works Eric works in a um, in a very different way to what we're used to. So we kind of it was about fine in the middle ground with that we still we still have a 24 track tape machine but um but we yeah definitely went in the digital box a a bit more which was hard because it was like we it uh, probably another reason why it took us so much longer than it normally does because because we were all of a sudden had this world of options yeah <laughs> where we we um where we, you know, like for instance, "Oceans of Emotions," the our first single that we released, um, that song was one of those songs that we had we recorded live, and it was everyone was in the room. Like for us, you know, it's also about picking up the energy of of the whole band in the room together, and you know, singing and playing at the same time, so that everyone moves together as a, as a sort of a unit, and that's a big part of our sound. Um, and so with that song, Josh sung the, um, the vocal take live in the room with the band. So after, after we, after we'd done that, we were kind of like, well, this is, that was awesome. Josh at that time as well, you know, had a really, um, it was the end of the week and his voice was, was sort of pretty cooked. And so it was very croaky and very low. He couldn't hit any of the high notes. And so I was like, oh, I want to come back and re-record the vocals to that. And then coming back and realizing we we couldn't re-record the vocals to it because it, you know, his vocals were spilling into the drums and you know, vice versa, the drums are in his mics. And um it's sort of that was a real blessing for us. So that was our kind of like bring it home moment, realize oh, I actually 
the original vocal take was the best anyway because we went and tried to re-record many vocal takes digitally <laughs> and um he had all all his range then and it just didn't suit the song it didn't work for the song i was like no it was actually it was great that josh was limited with his uh, vocal range on that song because it it gave it a really laid back cruisy feel that was something that we really i think the song needed and um he did go back and you know uh we overdid dubbed the bridge because he just decided not to sing in the bridge because he wasn't be able to hit those high notes anyway so we did redo the um the bridge chorus i mean uh, the bridge high notes and that was you know that was really a special sort of um you know that was a special moment but the rest of the song i think if we did it digitally and we backed it up in in a um in a sort of more layered way like you do in digital recording i think we wouldn't have we wouldn't have uh the song wouldn't be what it is today it sort of would be a um a sort of a mishmash of all sorts of vocal takes and and um i just don't think it would have the same energy about it so i think it's the way we record it is such a crucial way um you know it's such a crucial way for our sound to to kind of come across onto the record we would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors over at Bodrigi Brewing. Do you like exclusive offers, early access to limited beer releases and ongoing discounts? Sign up to Bodrigi Brew Pub's Bod Square, a club for everyone who loves froths. It's free to sign up. Head to bodrigi.beer for more info. Bodrigi Brewing Co, proud sponsors of Beers and Tears. One of my new favourite tracks off the record after having listened to the whole thing now um, is Blind Without You. Ah, nice. I just wanted, yeah, a little rundown on this track um, being one of the sort of the ones that are going to come out with the rest of the album. Mm. So, yeah, that's a, um, that track's been a real fun one. I think we're all very excited to play that live. Um, we haven't we haven't introduced it to the set yet because it's um uh you know we haven't released it so we feel like the the songs um translate much better once once they know them live so that's a that's that's got a lot of fun stuff that we're going to do with that track as well the song was written like as a as a sort of a duet sort of thing and there's a few verses where it's you know it, they're responding to each other so it's um uh I'm looking forward to finding the right singer to to um to sing that as well with Josh and um and build that song up as a um uh yeah as a two two singers doing it um it's a sort of a bit of a love story so um but it's yeah it's it's fun I, I um where that song's come from it's been a it's been a bit of a journey which is really cool we've we we've played that in many different ways in the studio um and it was it was interesting to try and you know mix up those the four four feel and the six eight feel um together but it's yeah it's definitely gonna open up live i think to be of something really special and um and i think the horn arrangements were like a big thing on that as well really pulled that song together um it kind of feels like it's quite special for us. We we had um we had Harry Angus arrange the horns. Harry Angus from the Cat Empire, um, and so we we grew up listening to the Cat Empire, and and I think that they're you know, you know, 
very nostalgic band for us and um and for us it sounds really cool we're now listening back to that song um and how it's come across in the recording kind of feels like a really um feels like a Teskey brother cat empire love child i think that song and um so yeah i'm very excited to kind of um I think Harry's over here as well, so he'll he he'll jump up and have a bit of a play with us. Maybe he might be coming over to Europe at um at some stage. So just fun to play that with him, you know, on some of these festivals over here, and uh and and yeah, of course, try and try and find a um a guest singer as well to go and do it. So it's good. It's a song that's going to have a lot of um going to going to be a lot of fun to do. I think live and um yeah really really looking forward to it it's interesting you say that the last interview i had um they they also said that was their um favorite one off the album so, Whoa, so maybe this one will be the, it might be yeah it might be the underdog maybe the uh yeah i think so yeah, yeah. awesome and uh, you've just been announced to be playing glastonbury festival and you will also be announcing some australian tour dates will be coming back down under um I guess like what are you most excited about in being able to put this album together in a live element and bring it to life? Um oh, well I, I guess I guess it's just um when when you're in the studio have you have many options but you also have limitations you're sort of like you're restricted to to doing it in a certain way and you kind of you've got to kind of make the songs concise um, to work on a record. Um, a big believer on like a records should be a certain length. That's like my, my thing, you know, like you can't have your record too long. Um, so the songs then have to be kind of, you know, the right, the right length to, you know, and the right amount of songs on the record. I think when we're playing live, a lot of these songs, a lot of these songs have, just, just like playing without you, like these things. Well, when we play that live, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have a lot of fun in that section of that song. It's gonna, you know, maybe go for five or ten minutes longer. <laughs> and it's um, so I think that's what the um, I think that's what you sort of that's what kind of gets you through the recording, being like, oh, I'll leave, we'll leave that bit out in the recording because it's gonna be a fun thing to do live. And it doesn't need it in the recording. That's right. It's hard to let it go, but um, but it's exciting then to kind of bring it back in, and it and it just makes it. It gives a new life to the song when you can um, you bring it onto a you know big festival stage. You can really um, you can really go for it. Mm, amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and having a chat. Yeah, no worries. It's been really nice. I'm blind.